We need a catchphrase. I have a catchphrase. Okay, you got it? I'm, yep, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm really eager. Okay. I'm, I mean, uh, eager. dumb comic creators, we do it for the money. We're not dumb comic creators, though. Yes, we are. We're going back to dumb comic creators? We're going back to it. Why are we going back to Season dumb Season four, baby. Okay, so we're, but we don't talk just about comics, though. Well, no, but maybe we should just keep our name. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't keep our name. Now I I'm we, confused. I don't know if we should keep our name. Dumb creators, I thought was like a good like general term that like it was just simple. Because comics, I think people are going to expect you know comics or like either the stand-up comics or the writing variety. Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah. Well, shit. Okay. Well, see, n- never mind on the season four. And- I mean, it could be season four. Just, you just killed my. Oh, we can do season four. We can do season four. Season four. Dumb creators, but the cash race can't. Dumb creators, yeah. I gotta change our name on Spotify and stuff. So, okay. So if you're if you're listening to this and it's not changed, maybe tell me on Instagram or something. Yeah. All right. Cool. So but like I, our catchphrase, we do it for no, the money. I, I said no, I couldn't do it because we're not dumb comic creators though. So oh right, we don't like okay. our catchphrase. Yeah. Damn. It was so that's, close though. This is by far your closest one. Like honestly, like. So what if it was dumb creators? We do it for the money. But you already suggested one. We can't suggest more than one. That's not how the show works. Arbitrary rules. Hey. Arbitrary. I didn't, I didn't create these rules. Yes, you you just created a rule. <laughs> Pretty sure God created these Out rules. Out of thin air. How dare you? It was God who created these rules. Okay. All the right. 15 commandments. Last five were for us. <laughs> for podcasters? For podcasters. Ten, 10 were for humans and then... <laughs> The last five were, were just for podcasting. Yeah, that's why I yep. don't talk about them that much. Yeah, okay. Hey, so, hey, so what's your name again? <laughs> what? What's your name You again? don't know my name? What's your name? How dare you? Okay. It doesn't answer my question, though, what your name is. You can still attack me, but it doesn't Ke- answer my question. Keegan Jiner. And what's my name again? Eric Schwartz. Are you feeling okay? I'm feeling fantastic. Okay. I was trying to get us to introduce who, who we are and what the name of our podcast is. Are you trying to do an introduction? I'm trying to do an introduction. You didn't just have a stroke, a mini stroke. I could have had a mini stroke, but it doesn't change the fact <laughs> I'm still trying to do the mini the introduction. Your whole life is a mini stroke, Eric. I'm pretty sure, like, if I, you had a, just a series of unfortunate events and, like, the life, that would be me. <laughs> <laughs> and now a boring program about Eric Schwartz, a man who did... Hey, practically something. Last week's episode really. was about me, so haha. <laughs> That's true. You did have a, a podcast episode about yourself. Yeah. And if you have a podcast episode about yourself, you must be an important person, especially Please. if you're on a podcast twice. Yeah. Oh, is that a segue? I was trying to segue right we now. We also never introduced our name of our, co- our podcast, though, so I was trying to hold off on you that. Go. We just introduced it. We kind of introduced. No, we introduced it. We did, our names, but we never said the name of the podcast. We, we said the, it many times in the introduction. I think we're good. We are the dumb creators. Thank you. But we do have somebody that's back for us. Wait, first we need to do an ad break. Oh yeah, we got an ad break. Okay, hey, I'm thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> You're thirsty. <laughs> hey, that was catchy. I like that. Yeah. That was catchy. So, you should be a copywriter. Should be a copywriter. So if I'm thirsty and I want to drink something, I can get liquid easily. 
Liquids everywhere. Out of your hands. Out of your, but, no, but that's, that's inefficient. We were that's in, the old way of doing things. Yeah, we don't do that. And I don't own any gourds. Why would I use gourds to Gourds? Drink? Gourds are so passe. Yeah. You want to taste like, like a gourd? Everything no. that you drink is tastes like gourd. Yeah. You drink from a gourd. Gourd water. Yeah. Gourd water. So, so gourd. what? So what? If I can't use my hands, and I can't use a gourd. What I am would I going to drink that of? A mug? A mug. You mean like this mug? Yeah, like that mug. Whoa. Whoa. What, what is this mug? What is it? What does it do? It, well, it contains liquids for you to drink if you so are so thirsty. But why does it also, have a picture of your face and my face on it? Because you can customize it. Ooh. Not many muggles, but the mugglybunch.com. Or actually either or the one directs each other to the one directs each other. <laughs> many, many muggles.com. Wait, pause, ad break. To our guest who is the person that we're talking about, many muggles, Mr. Chris Snowden. Why exactly are we not many muggles anymore? Oh man. So first of all, you guys are so funny. You got funnier as well. I love the chemistry. <laughs> but I'm not used to using Zoom, so I don't really know how to put myself on mute. So I'm like inside laughing. <laughs> Christ. So is this just the simplest answer that you didn't want to get sued by by JK Rowling? Exactly. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, 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 not even JK Rowling. I don't do simple answers anyway. I talk way too much about absolutely nothing anyway. So I was on the <laughs> I was on the train coming back from a stag do in in Edinburgh. One of my best friends was getting married. And, you know, we we're all kind of pooped out and I was just Scrolling through, trying to stop the uh, the travel sickness because I was on the train backwards. There's about four hours coming back. And y y I mean, that's everything to us. But for you guys, you're barely out of the state in four hours, right? right. Um, and uh, this news headline came up. And it was a, a story about how Marvel own the word superheroes. And ah. there's a game. Yeah, there's, there's a game called City of Heroes or something. And they basically recreated spider-man and batman and all of these different superheroes right and there was this really protracted legal battle wow. and i thought you can't just own a word like superheroes right it's got to be in the dictionary and you know when when i came up with the name many muggles really really nice ring to it and my my take on it was not from a harry potter perspective at all you know of course i've seen the movies multiple times as we all have so you um, admit yeah. to it. Mm. I assume yeah, yeah. you know the mug, but, many mug. Exactly, exactly. Ah, so it, 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 it's it was a about, pun. Ah. Of course, it's a pun. So it, okay. it's it's about the the mugs being coffee mugs, a mug shop. So mug shops, um, yeah, yeah. So the original idea, you know, I wanted to have them kind of like a a lineup where you've got the lines behind with you know five foot nine or whatever it is and the idea was constantly progressing and so i did these mug shots many muggles works really nicely plus also the kind of play on the dictionary definition that a muggle is not somebody that doesn't have magic powers but somebody that's a bit of an idiot right yeah. so most of the most of the characters that you create they do look a bit goofy they, they look a bit stupid and i loved that you know i thought it was really <laughs> endearing so that that was that was my my defense Really? So M Muggle so, wasn't invented by J.K. Rowling. It's like an English. You, you guys use that over there across the pond. Uh, it's <laughs> so you know it's been it's been used in different things before J.K. Okay. Rowling. Okay, uh, but I don't think it was really a dictionary word until Harry Potter. Okay, okay, mm, maybe maybe not. I don't really know the history behind it. I'm, is I'm it kind of is it one of those like 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 you know Muggle 
rhymes with buggle, which is like something that <laughs> civilians are. So it's like the dictionary yeah, I mean, of the Oxford Dictionary says defines muggle as a person who is not conversant with a particular activity or skill. This video game won't appear to muggles, appeal to muggles. So that's the point. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. So I guess kind of like a noob or something like that, but it wasn't really the the, the kind of definition. And so I thought if if you can get sued for using the word superheroes, then you could definitely get sued for using a word that I later found out the Warner Brothers, even though they're not using it for anything else, it's just a word within the books and the movies, that they bought the rights to using the word muggle or muggles basically in any platform possible. So that could be that could be merch, it could be movies, it could be books, yeah. t-shirts, anything. Those so, bastards. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I appreciate, Keegan, that you are a bit more NSFW now because I really had to stop myself from swearing <laughs> on multiple occasions. Uh, well, before. I felt but that, really that this instance on. deserved a nice little, a nice curse okay. word. Yeah. Okay, we're <laughs> after the watershed, huh? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I thought of loads of different names and I was like, it's not as good. It's not as good. It's not <laughs> as good. Like, I really love many muggles, right? Yeah. And you guys are still using it. And <laughs> I thought, <laughs> I thought, you know, I'm, I'm loyal to you guys, but I don't want to get sued. So let's just change it. And uh, yeah, I was kind of sad about it for a while, but the the brand hadn't taken off or anything. And I thought, you know what, I've got no followers. People love the web comic, but you know, apart from that, you know, it's not like a proper brand yet. So if I'm going to change it, I'll change it now and then I won't have to worry about getting sued when maybe one day I've actually got a bit of money from it. So I changed it and turned it into the Muggly Bunch, which I actually really prefer as a name because <laughs> it's got that throwback to it being, you know, mugs and mug shots and being a bit of a mug, but I think it's a bit more of a cuter word. Um, yeah, it also it's, a cute. it's yeah. adorable. <laughs> I try, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. wait, 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 wait. Go back Un unpause, our, unpause our ad break. That was a good explanation. From our guest. All right, going back to the Muggly Bunch mugs. What so, else can yeah. we say here? If, if you want to make it look like you, make it look like your enemy, make it look like your sister. All right, right, right. Your, yeah. Not your dog. If your dog looks like a human, that's okay. There's infinite combinations on this website to make a cartoon character that looks like yourself or your friend or your coworker. Or your enemy. Inf or your infinite, boss. right? Infinite? Yeah. Infinite. Infinite. Yeah. Just don't check the math, but it's infinite. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I like using that word, infinite. Infinite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, you, you Americans really have a good grasp of the uh, English language. Thank you. Infinite. Thanks. Yeah, we mm, invented it ourselves. Welcome. Well, we studied uh, <laughs> this library knowing that we, we went over our vocab words knowing that you were going to be on this week. So we prepared. So go to mugglybunch.com, mugglybunch.com. Mm -hmm. It's an adorable name for a website, Muggly Bunch. All right. Let's, oh, a ridiculous uh, ad. let's let's introduce our guest i mean this is what you get okay you gave us one mug we've been plugging this for weeks now yeah. i don't want to plug it anymore eric keeps bringing this up we're well, getting quite a bit of time on our show it's every become, single week it's uh, almost become a bit for for our show no matter what that like like even like we actually like like a thousand dollars, like promote Manscape or something. We'll still be like, oh yeah, and also we're brought to you by Bungly Bunch. <laughs> by Bungly Bunch, yeah. And even if you wanted us to stop talking about your your product, I don't know if we would. Yeah. You know, I don't think we would. You could say, please, please, just don't bring me up anymore. And and you'd probably no, have please. to send us a cease and desist. Yeah. I think. Yeah. 
Just an FYI, if, if you're ever upset with what we say, that's what it's going to take. It's going to take <laughs> a full cease and desist. That, that's all good, Keegan. I've got your home address. And I'll lawyer up. I'll lawyer up, too. Like, I don't care. I don't care. Uh, or what do you call them there? You call them... Solicitors. Solicitors, yes. Yep. With the wigs and everything. No, those are barristers. Barristers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do so you know what those are? Have you, have you heard of these before? No, I'm not. Okay. okay, that's what they call lawyers there. And oh, they, yeah, it's some, I'm going to get completely wrong. The, the, the reason why barristers wear those wigs, it goes back to something like the 19th century when they would all frequent brothels and get herpes and their hair would fall out. And so they would wear these wigs and then it just became a thing, right? Oh my um, God. <laughs> <laughs> what a reason to keep a tradition alive. <laughs> Maybe they still have herpes, right? That's so Maybe. silly. If I didn't become a barrister, if I didn't want herpes, why would I become a barrister? <laughs> <laughs> That's so yeah. funny. Oh my God. I'm sure that you've got a bunch of people that get herpes. You're like, right, I guess I better become a barrister then. <laughs> yeah, but we don't have people in prof professional positions yeah. that put on like costumes and then discuss the law that's not like that's why not do i want to get herpes so i can't let people know i have herpes eric we should introduce our guest coming from mugglybunch.com today we have chris snowden well, he's recently made a collection of nft thingies Pictures we're gonna have to ask him what the hell what what we're what we're talking about today i don't I don't understand it. You don't understand it, but we've got them on the show. Let's do yeah. it. I know NFTs are a thing. They're doing better than Bitcoin right now. So we'll go with that. Okay. So without further ado, sorry it took us so long to get through the intro, Chris. Nice to have you back. Yeah, and no, I should be back. But I love your intro, so don't worry. All right. All right. Yeah, all good. So you were making mugs, these like these mugs that people could make, mm -hmm. and and uh, you changed your business model. Now you're making pictures that people can buy. I mean, it was it was all about pictures anyway, right? But I wouldn't yeah. say that I was changing the business model. In in fact, I think it's just adding to it, and it was a real natural progression, wasn't it? Yeah. So yeah. The, the the coffee mugs, the water bottles, the coasters, all of that kind of stuff is still. Very much, you know, something that I love. You know, I'm working with working with you guys. One of the guys I used to work with is a business development manager for a for a, a really good college that's in my county. And next year, we're working with a group of media studies students to start creating these sketches, these ads that I've got worked out, and I think they're going to be hilarious. But whether they are or not is <laughs> you know, to to be seen really. But you know, definitely, it's something that I want to keep advertising. Something I want to keep. But uh, maybe I told told you this last year, but you know when I started Many Muggles or Muggly Bunch of it is now, it got around to Christmas and I wasn't getting any sales, and it is what it is. And I thought, you know, this is something that's completely new. You know, is is really 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 niche to go onto the internet and to make yourself into a cartoon character, right? So <laughs> it's going to take a bit of additional understanding. You know, I'm going to have to start teaching people about the the brand, really. So you know, that's when I started the the web comic, and I started using the characters that I was making in the the mug maker. You know, the character create to um, furnish my my web comic. But considering that without doing the math. And there is infinite combinations. Infinite, it's probably, yes. yeah, probably more like two and a half billion possible combinations. 
probably more but that's I don't practi- want to I mean practically it. infinite right like yeah. pra- practically, practically yeah, yeah exactly you couldn't spend two billion minutes I don't know how long they take to make they take about two minutes to make so it'd be like four uh-huh. billion minutes to make two billion combinations right yeah everyone yeah, um, on board with that yeah math? sure okay sure <laughs> Uh, <laughs> how many how many years is that, Eric? Four four billion minutes. Give me a seconds. Four billion divided by sixty, multiplied by seven. Seven thousand six hundred and ten years. Excellent. We'll all be dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the world um, will be will be somewhere else too. It's not even gonna be around the sun at that point, right? No, it'll probably be Absolutely. by the sun. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, maybe Elon Musk is going to create a new sun and fuck everything else up. Uh, <laughs> no, he's gonna but, start. He's gonna start building a sun and then abandon the project midway through. Mm, yeah, right, right, exactly. So, yeah, you know, there's billions of possible combinations, right? And mm-hmm. it got to around September, October last year. It was right before we started doing the podcast, and I remember talking to you about it last year as well. That it was something that I was going to get into, right? Mm-hmm. And I found this project called CryptoPunks, which is, you know, it's been massive. Um, you know, these tokens, these little 16 by 16 pixel pictures of something to sell for you know, like millions of dollars, right? Which is just an obscene amount of money for a picture, but people are really into collectibles. You know, we think about trading card games, collectible cards, be that Pokemon cards or Magic the Gathering or, you know, whatever it is facial cards people will collect them and people you know cherish them right for all sorts of reasons and i i looked at CryptoPunks and i looked at a muggly bunch and i was like mine looks way better like not <laughs> even being like blowing smoke up my ass or anything like i just think it looks so much better so many more combinations and you know my my whole intention from the beginning was to create something that people can make themselves you know, somebody that was recognizable, somebody that was expressive, that was, you know, inclusive, you know, in the mug maker when you've got like a... Eric, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry, Chris, to interrupt you. That's Eric, okay. Eric, you look like, like you have a glazed overlook. Are you following? I'm okay. following along. Yes. I'm just okay. listening. Did, this, is you, like, this is Eric, like paying attention, like trying this to... This is your paying attention look. Yeah. Staring off into the distance like you like you know like I'm writing it on like so I've got my mind palace in my head right now and I'm writing this on the chalkboard to make sure that like I understand it and I'm going through it. Okay. All right, all right. Yeah, no. So like millions of dollars managed to get the pictures where you got the inspiration to do NFTs. I'm following along. All right, cool. Yeah. And they're and they're better than they're better than those. Yep. We're on board. I think so. I think so. But, you know, those guys are the OGs. So, you know, there's a lot of respect for CryptoPunks and for Board Ape Yacht Club and for all of the other people and projects that are invested in that kind of stuff. You know, I'm not to say that, you know, what, I, what I've done is the best, but it was a, a nice way to add to the business model, as as you were saying before. So just do something else. Just, just say you're the best. I mean, you got to try and sell this, Chris. You got to sell it. Say you're the best. Just, you know, like, just I mean, really pitch it. <laughs> what else do I have you guys to do those ad rates for? That's me true. Yes, that's true. <laughs> you can sell it for me. It's all good. But, you know, looking at my numbers so far, I'm not selling it myself. So okay. it's all good. We're all dumb creators, right? Yeah, um, that's and true. That's something that was really important to me. Like, for me, it's never been about the money, although that would be lovely. But I, I, I created the project just to 
you know, keep my mind ticking over to support my mental health during the pandemic. You know, we were all stuck inside, not able to move anywhere. And I was going from my work laptop to my, to my other laptop in the evening and just spending hours destroying and building and creating and just having a bit of like nerdy fun uh, mm-hmm. myself. So the collection that I have out at the moment is 10,000 randomly generated mugshot and it they're just it's just the line art you know i thought the line art's really strong i didn't want to just lean too much into uh, like wacky colors and laser beams and rainbow vomit all that kind of stuff that it is pretty cliche at this point you know just stick the line art out there and using that as a way to get people interested in the project to then go into a uh, a full color collection, which I'm going to be doing after this one, hopefully, if it ever does, mint out, which I can talk about what that actually means. Yes, yes. Um, What is minting out? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wait, Um, wait. So, so so, wait, even before that, I have a picture and I want to make an NFT. Uh, What happens? So, you know, it depends on, it depends on what way you're doing it. So, (laughs) So if it's a piece of digital art, then absolutely you could, I guess, how to not be technical about it, stick it onto the blockchain okay. and, and then just publish it. And then somebody can, can buy that. And then essentially with a, a one of one, so there's only one of them, it's not part of a wider collection. Mm-hmm. Then you would be able to, yeah, let people bid on it and then somebody will buy it in the same way as if you're investing in a, a, a piece of art in you know, Sotheby's or Christie's or whatever it is. All of those, you know, auction houses, the traditional gatekeepers that we see, the galleries that artists really need to be part of, but don't necessarily have access to. Um, can I can I ask, that, like, what's the what's the sure. price to upload one picture to the blockchain? So, I mean, I've only ever done it with my, you know, my whole collection. And what you would need to do is to produce what's called a smart contract, which is something that you mint your artwork against. To mint something basically just means to, I guess, to connect the two together, to, to relate it to this particular contract. And that might have additional utilities. So your artwork <laughs> might mean that anybody that owns it can get a special access at a gallery, or you will send them a signed physical copy of it, like a crisp. So there can example. be there can be perks to owning an NFT Absolutely. that are outside of just a digital picture. Okay. Absolutely. And All right. you know, I think if it's if it's just the digital picture, then you know, there were a lot of projects during twenty twenty two, you know, before the summer when there was the the bull run where people were getting into any project. And then there was a lot of, you know, projects that were a, a, what they call rug pulling or where <laughs> they mint the collection and then people just kill it off they close it down they take the money and run right oh okay 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 so there are a lot of projects that didn't have any utility and when i say utility that's what i mean about giving it a purpose in the real world okay i see so there's all sorts of things i'm doing with with my collection and i can talk about that later but for you to upload yours you know there's different platforms that you'll be able to do that with as an artist one of which is called foundation i believe but it's the side of nfts that i'm really not part of because i've only been focusing on my own little right right okay so you don't have to talk about it then that's that's cool no that's cool that's cool 
So, um, so Eric, so, could yeah. you get all that? Could you, could you say that back? And, and uh, I want to know, Bull, I want to know Bull, that you were paying attention. Bull run that like right now there's more than one purpose. I also thought NFTs were just kind of like you had the rights <laughs> to the picture. So like if somebody else uses like a picture on their own website, you would get a percentage of that, like almost like an online copyright, but I was wrong. So basically education. That is a utility that you can factor into it. So, you know, really, really probably the most popular project is Board Ape Your Club. They're just pictures of apes. Yeah. Apes, the that, apes. Yeah, yeah I've seen those, I've seen those like, like different colors, different the place, like right. other stuff. But it's the same, always yeah. like picture the same ape. Yeah. So, you know, I think with projects like that, that they give the owner of that NFT the rights to the intellectual property that they can use in whatever format that they wish. And so most projects do that, you know, Muggly Bunch is one that does that to the most effect, really. The only thing that I want to prohibit is people can use it to do whatever they want with as long as it isn't selling products that I also sell. So things like coffee mugs, mugs. yeah, that okay. kind of stuff, right? Um, <laughs> Don't illegally take over your, account, your business by buying Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'll just get like one influencer that just has like 2 million followers or something like that. And they're like, right, I bought these five pictures and I'm going to start selling all of these t-shirts and mugs and hats and all of this stuff. And then, you know, because they're following, they're a million times bigger than, than mine, right? Mm-hmm. But it's all good. It, it is what it is. But, you know, the, the kind of real world perspective that I have for my collection, you know, the first thing that I'm going to be doing next year is that I'm launching a, a trading card game and a tabletop RPG. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah, which I think is going to be really cool. So, you know, you're going to be able to use your characters as cards for your squad, your team. And then I'm going to drag you through some really gnarly kind of dungeons that are much more rooted in sci-fi than fantasy based on the lore that I have for my project. Oh, neat. Yeah. Which was the Mandela, right? Like them. Yeah, kind of. So, you know, in the, in the webcomic, you know, he's on like this three-day loop. Right. Yeah. Yes. So he goes through three days. Mr. Bags dies on the toilet. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Eric. Yeah. He is forever known as Mr. Bags. Now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, you know, I had that short story at the end of the webcomic that kind of ties it into a nice pretty boat where Mr. Bags walks back into the shop and Alan, who's the main character, realizes that he is the only person that is aware that he is going through this loop that he had already done three days ago, but things are slightly different. So on the, you know, on the website, I go into the lore a bit more. The background for it really is that stuff happens on earth, you know, our, not our version of earth, but one that is full of yeah, mugs and the, <laughs> the catastrophe happens. And that's really relevant later on. But the last thing that humanity gets to do before their planet is overrun by alien cats, kind of like body snatchers, is that it thrusts this supercomputer out into the cosmos that simulate billions of possibilities and, you know, an infinite number of lives. How is this uh, not for... like a bigger, like, how is this not already a movie? Somebody's going to snatch you. Man. This is the snatch. <laughs> like, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> Many models, um, the live action series, you just bunch of mugs. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> mate, mate. Like I've I've got it all tossed out. Like uh, I write a lot better than I talk, as you can probably tell. I'm a bit more eloquent in my writing, but it is what it is. So there's going to um, be some Disney ripoff version on Disney Plus that's like actual <laughs> mugs and like like 
um, let's yeah. let's go to the store and it'll just be like <laughs> actual mug people yeah yeah a hundred percent yeah i can see them doing like a collaboration with friends and it takes place in central perk or something like that i don't know <laughs> so it'll be massive i'm sure <laughs> what would they drink what would the mugs drink out of the central perk right because they can't drink up more mugs like it's like what the horse horrible thing to do like give me your butt give me your baby Monica. it drinks out of that <laughs> Yeah, have it's you thought of gourd. doing like a gourdly bunch type of thing? I have I have not, but <laughs> if I can take that idea, Keegan, it's I'll you want it. And print pictures on on gourds. And, yeah, you could do like a special special bunches, like gourds and hands, like drinking out of your hand kind of Yeah. Drinking out of your hand. People's hand, like pictures on on hands. I don't know. Yeah. That's a bad I, I idea. Mean, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that yeah, at all. If anybody wants to get a tattooed, then, you know, by all means, I'll allow it. But I would recommend getting a muggly bunch tattoo on your hands like that. But, you know, whatever you like. So I have so many just ridiculous ideas, you know, one of which made it into the webcomic, but I've got so many notes. I could easily do like three seasons of an animated TV show. But incorporates the stuff from the webcomic but takes it to the, the next level but i've worked out this amazing ending to what would be season one mm -hmm. and i know how i do season two and season three and the way that it all progresses and obviously i can't talk about it Keegan, no, don't. Uh, <laughs> disney's gonna steal it uh, <laughs> yeah they listen to the they definitely listen to dumb creators podcast yeah of course yeah of course they do yeah uh, so, yeah, for sure. That's you know, how they get all their their new stuff. They rip off all these indie creators that we bring in. Exactly. <laughs> um, We're actually paid like by them to too. We, we, they just don't want us to do it. They sent us a cease and desist, yeah. so we can't, <laughs> we can't do ads for Disney anymore. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like they might send you a cease and desist now. So perhaps this would be a good opportunity to write a disclaimer at the boss that something <laughs> that doesn't result in further litigation. Right, Disney, yeah. we love you. Yeah, we love you, Disney. <laughs> dear, dear Lord Disney, when you buy Canada, I have... <laughs> can I can I have Quebec? <laughs> what would you change the language to? I still keep it French. I just want all the poutine. So keep it French. Oh my God, the they poutine. have good hockey there. I've moved there. I would okay, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give Keegan the hockey teams. Yeah. I like how you're carving up the country now. <laughs> I also love how like we can just, just get all like Quebec. Like, like it's not even a question. You're just like, here you guys go. Here's Quebec. Like, thanks guys. Yeah, the the states would make no sense because I would just like circle out which cities have hockey teams, and that's a state, and then the rest of it is a state. There'd be two states: Excellent. hockey hockey state and not hockey state. <laughs> Sounds like a great idea. Yes, yes. Hey, uh, somebody called a country Newfoundland. So I think mm -hmm. I think any any name goes when you're naming a country, right? Like if this you can true, just call, call a place new, uh, like a Newfoundland, you know, like that. Yeah, that, that means sure, that but... there's no rules when it comes to naming countries. That's all I'm trying to say. This is this is true, but you know. I have no idea about any of this, so I'm probably completely wrong. But isn't Newfoundland one of the first places that was found in the Americas? 
<laughs> I mean, like Greenland was named that way because they were trying to get more people to visit there, not because like, it was so nice. So, like Iceland was named that way because they were trying to insult somebody. So that's why they named it Iceland. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's no rules. There really is not. No rules. Newfoundland. Yeah, but how creative is Newfoundland? Come on. I would say very creative. I mean, just in case we have an audience there. I mean, we have, a, <laughs> we have a state in the United States called New Mexico because we're so lazy. They're like, yeah, oh, that's part Mexico. Right. No, it's not part of Mexico. It's now New Mexico. Yeah, and uh, you know, you guys in the states as well. You know, you've got New York, which is named after York in, yeah. in England, and yep. Boston. We were talking about Boston earlier. There's a Boston in Lincolnshire, which is what is it? It's something like the highest proportion of Brexit voters in the UK. And that went well. <laughs> yeah. The, I have to tell you, I'm not sure if you guys are aware, but the United States used to be owned by England. Yes. They were owned. Well, I mean, not owned. They yeah, were... I mean, it was it was English property. It was English property. It was English mm. territory, yeah. Yeah. I am aware of that. We actually even celebrate independence from you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Not like when we actually beat you. You guys just got bored enough, right? It's just not worth the effort ever again. And so then we we beat them constantly. Didn't you win the second war though? There was two. There we was... don't talk about the second one. War of eighteen twelve. Yeah, yeah. The second... So what happened was you guys beat us. We stopped fighting, and two weeks later, General Jackson, the future President Jackson, yeah, fought you guys in my uh, fought you guys in New Orleans, and you guys were like I thought the war was over. We're like, no, it's not. <laughs> and we beat you there, and so it's declared our victory because after you guys had stopped fighting, we're like, just kidding, and no, and we fought. <laughs> yeah, that sounds Eric, like I love the random knowledge there. That sounds like Andrew Jackson. He was a yeah, wild no. guy. Yeah, and then he and then he became. And then later became president because he's like, I was the one that beat won the war in eighteen twelve. Like, even though the war was over two weeks ago, <laughs> and we lost, <laughs> and we lost. Well, you guys came down, you burnt down the White House, burnt down the like, White House, yeah, burnt down the White House, wow. and you're like, you know, I think that's a good enough time to you know, say you yeah, guys. You guys they don't won. teach that very often. They don't. No. They don't really talk about that war. No. There's lots of monuments for all the other wars, but 1812 gets passed over. Well, I mean, like, they're like, we don't like the wars that like, we try to talk about the least, like, are like, <laughs> is War of 1812. Because, like, there wasn't, like, you guys, like, it wasn't clear if you guys really were bad guys or just like we were angry about things. And so we decided to go to war. And then there's like the Vietnam War. We don't talk about that much because we lost that soundly and badly. It, yeah, no, you it just was don't like, talk about the war that you don't win. Yeah. It was a sequel war. It was like the first war we won. And then it's like the sequel, they came, they're back. You know, they came back. I don't, my favorite, so not to like rag on Great Britain, but like you had two wars with China. And the first war, you guys won. And, but you guys wrote your own, so you guys wrote your own treaty. But then like the treaty wasn't that well written. So you had to go to war again <laughs> just to get the first treaty overturned. And it's like, guys, seriously, you beat us already. That sounds familiar. You know, we were talking about Brexit and we have a really awful trade deal with, with Europe now. And uh, I hope that there isn't going to be a war. There is enough war on this planet as there is. Yeah. But yeah, you know your thing about history, Eric. Is that an American thing? Do you guys get taught a lot about it? Yeah, I was a history major. No, I don't really, we don't really talk about it. I just cool. said like, so as I said, I was, a focus, I was an East Asian history major. We mm -hmm. had 
three professors that did East Asian history until the, my senior, no, my junior year, when we added a fourth. One history professor was the history of war, effectively, and all of us up too. So like, he just talked about that. So he's like, it's like, oh yeah, and then some people got elected, so we changed some laws and culture, all that good stuff. But then there was like these explosions, and then he focused on that mostly because that's what interested him. But wow. yeah, so that's why I remember that stuff, just because I thought it was just kind of funny. But like, my next my favorite thing about the like, there's two war, there's two like opium wars. There was the first war and the second okay. war, and you guys and Great Britain won them both. Sadly, it wasn't even close. And you wrote a treaty, but the treaty pretty much simply said that like all it said was that China will pay for all the opium they destroyed and and you know give us like back money for this but they never actually did anything about trade deals so chinese kept on doing the same trade deals like okay <laughs> you got us you technically did it wrong but we gotta go back to war now and they're like okay <laughs> you got you showed up with one ship and we're like all right we surrender here's your new thing right i'd like to see that go down now it would be completely different wouldn't it yeah. i think their military is bigger than our country so yeah, yeah. interesting the, the only thing about his like i'm really not into my history at all you know i much prefer looking more into the future than into our past mm-hmm. our past is of course very important you know we've got shared history but the the last thing that i watched was that thing with graham hancock on netflix about like ancient relics and he goes to malta and all of these different countries to try and change the the perception of humanity at the end of the last ice age Oh. So the kind of pre-history is pretty interesting. He, he's a bit of a rebel because, you know, all of the history majors will say one thing and then he's like, well, look at all of this evidence that suggests that it's actually this. But, he, you know, he's also into his aliens as well. Something I appreciate, but it kind of discredits him a bit, doesn't it? I saw it, just tangent, I saw that they are now making, you know how they're always making, like, they have the bones of the prehistoric humans and they're like, Here's what they would look like, you know, if, if they mm-hmm. have skin and muscles and stuff. I saw one that was so ridiculous. It looked like Sigourney Weaver. I mean, it was just like <laughs> a picture of Sigourney Weaver. And like, here's what they looked like back then. It's like, there's no way they look like that. Come on. Come on. It looked like Sigourney Weaver. It was like Excellent. very, very modern looking like clearly they used a picture of someone. <laughs> it was pretty I, it was funny anyway yeah chris that's a good tangent how, how many nfts do you have do how i many? have i mean yeah. in the in the collection there's ten thousand. but ten thousand. okay nfts the only project i'm in at the moment is mine yeah okay all right you don't own anyone else's nft no 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 i'm i'm a i'm a poor post-brexit british person <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> and did when I re- was reading about this, you you had like a team help you make this. So I made everything myself, but at the start of the year, you know, when I started posting on Twitter, you know, I was posting one of the random mugshots that I made, and this guy Sankey, who is a very cool dude, he's a he's an artist over in in Pakistan. He does he's got his own form of like hieroglyphics. He does this calligraphy stuff, and he's been shown in the Louvre in Abu Dhabi, which is which is really cool. You know, he's been much more invested in the entire kind of Web three NFT space and knows so much more about it than than I do. But he saw this picture and real recognized real right. Um, yeah yeah and he just reached out to me and he said this is different i really love it and yeah we had some really good conversations he's full of these great ideas so he helps me as an advisor he's the main advisor on my project and yeah recently you know i 
talked about getting involved in Discord. I've only got like 170 people in my Discord server at the moment, so the numbers are, are nothing. What's right your now. Discord? Um, What's your Discord? I mean, I don't have a custom URL. You think I can get Nitro? Oh, I can. I, I'll send it to you. I'll send it. Oh, to okay, you. okay. Yes. So, well, is this something that you want people on, or? Oh, absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So send it so I can like add it, add it to a post. You know, get <laughs> yeah. people on your Discord. Yeah, fantastic. So, you know, I've got a, a guy called Joy over in Greece who's been managing and moderating the Discord server. And it's just been really, really nice that I've kind of made the project and done everything myself. But now that I'm getting more interest from other people that I can bring on kind of like-minded, really friendly people that want to see me succeed and see the project succeed and bring people up with me as well. So I'm normally pretty bad with sharing, but I, I, makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside being able to share this with those guys. There's a hell of a lot more that I need to do. You know, the, the whole marketing side of it is just not being done really apart from what we've been doing organically. But I, I like that we've been able to do what we have done so far organically to this point, right? Yeah, like um, getting on a podcast and ha having yeah. <laughs> two idiots talk about your product for <laughs> weeks on end because one of them got a free mug and he's a very cheap person. <laughs> Hey, like I, I, I promise you guys, I promise you guys some NFTs anyway. So this is going back like a year ago. Keegan, we talked about it briefly, didn't we? And you're like, oh, I've got this wallet. Um, I have the wallet, but I have no idea. I have, you asked for something. I, you asked for a token. Is that? Your, your, just your wallet address. Um, I have a, so, okay. I have a, I have an address. A wallet address. Okay. now on this. So what I regret later, I will donate my nft to keegan so you can have two and so when wow. this blow up in value I'll i know we're i know we're called dumb creators but but we're not usually dumb but i feel <laughs> really dumb when i talk about nfts i know it's, absolutely nothing it sounds like this like direct idea yeah. that i just cannot i mean like there's so many steps to it and they named everything weird like what is a a mint is not meant to be a you know minting that's not, you know, I guess it's a, it's a coin thing, you know, a anyway, it's all good, but I'm just saying like, I'm sorry for sounding so dumb. I'm not that dumb, but, but I'm so dumb when it comes to NFTs. No, no, I can't even, no. I can't even send you an address, which I can probably get like in two <laughs> seconds. Right. Like I probably yeah. have that. Yeah. Cause I have, I have, I have a wallet. You have to get a crypto wallet to buy an yeah. NFT. Right. Okay. Yeah. And then after I get this crypto wallet, I can relist your your picture that I'm like like I'm I selling mean, it. Then, it, yeah, it, it oh, will okay. automatically go onto a marketplace anyway. So if you look at Mugly Bunch, that's on the Ethereum blockchain, which the marketplace for that or the main one is OpenSea. Okay. Uh, so OpenSea is kind of like eBay for NFTs. Wait, right? are you um, are you on OpenSea? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the first 400 odd NFTs that, that I mentioned personally, which are the ones that I give out to, you know, people that win competitions, giveaways, friends, that kind of stuff. And they all come from the first 420 NFTs that are already on there. So if you want to have a look at the ones that are already there, that's the, that's the number one place to go, right? Oh, um, cool. Okay. Yeah. Oh, here so, they are. Hey, they look cool. You're on it already. Awesome. Yeah. You know, one of the things I just like about it, and I've been posting about that kind of stuff on Twitter is, especially when I'm just on my mobile, it shows like rows of two. 
and you get some really kind of muggly couples, right? And some really interesting characters. And they're all different shapes and, you know, different expressions. And I think that they're really unique in that way. That it's not just a list of kind of cool looking pictures, but they are actually characters. They are expressions and they are things that people resonate with. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So that's the first one. And, you know, I was saying earlier that the, the Gen 2, so the next generation, is going to be 100,000 full-color pictures. If you if you go into mugglybunch.com, it takes you to the kind of roadmap where there's a Well, well, well I'm sorry. Yeah. Did you just say 100,000? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's massive. I mean, <laughs> that's it's massive. Like, well, remember, yeah. there's infinite possibilities. We already talked about this, so. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, that's actually one of Sankey's ideas. So, you know, kudos to him. And where we're seeing most projects really limited to 10,000 because they've only got, say, you know, 100 different features that you could have. But it, you get to a certain point and you're just going to be repeating the same features. Maybe you'll have some duplicates and you have to start curating and, and truing that list so that you're cutting those out of the collection because they're all supposed to be unique. Right. Wow. It's what makes them as is what non fungible means that there's only one of them. Right. So yeah, the NF and NFTs, they're non fungible tokens. So they're all supposed to be unique. The whole thing about them being on the, the blockchain is that they're independently verifiable, that anybody can go on and cross reference the like the token ID and the timestamp and everything that shows that this is part of that collection, this is unique. And that's kind of what makes the difference or one of the differences between just right-click saving a picture that you like and what the actual token is. So there are a lot of collections that maybe it's like 5,000 or 7,000 or you know yeah. 10,000 tops. But I really wanted to show how like insane you can really get with Muggly Bunch by taking it to the next level by 10xing that and just doing 100,000 of them. And I'm so confident that even though I'm not even going to look at any of the pictures before I generate that hundred thousand, that if if somebody can find a duplicate, that I'll I'll pay them like one Ethereum, which is more money than I actually have right now. But by that time, hopefully, it's going to be a bit of not chump Ooh, change, I don't know. <laughs> affordable. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it, you know, we're in that's like almost worth map. your time if you're if you're like, hmm, that's worth my time. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. You know, I guess we're in this bear market at the moment where all cryptocurrencies, all currencies, apart from the dollar, really, yeah. is has been really taking a hit. It's COVID. Well, that's um, true. Post-COVID, so, but also more importantly, post what's-his-face being determined to be a fraud. The, I think because like, the cryptocurrencies all like crashed because that one guy was pretty much, you know, embezzling money. It kind of oh, is that the FTX guy? Yeah, FTX guy, yeah. I think that okay. I'm sure NFT, like even though they're separate things, I'm sure FTX got or, or NFTs got hit by the FTX guy to a certain extent because right now cryptocurrencies are doing very, very poorly as a result because they don't even know if they're going to last because like just how badly this guy screwed everything up. Yeah, yeah, true. Uh, you know, again, not really being part of that. I know a limited amount. What I do know about FTX guy is that he was in some polyamorous relationship with like 10 people out in the Bahamas. So what a way to spend your money, right? Yeah. But uh, like, I, I think he was like embezzling like two, three billion dollars worth of crypto yeah. or something. 
so what was he was like according to like what the news he was doing was like he would get money invested into ftx and then he just right away moved that money to like his offshore thing and replace it with his own cryptocurrency that literally had no value but because right they everyone assumed like oh because he's it's still got numbers there they never actually looked deeper that like it wasn't he wasn't saying dollars he was saying his own cryptocurrency mm-hmm. and then like when it finally came out they're like this cryptocurrency is not worth anything right it's like it, and they realized that like he'd been trying to like he was like he was moving to try to do a, a different type of investment or a different type of something they just completely failed and so because of that pretty much people was, are right money okay. as results Right. So don't, don't you think fiat currency like sterling, euros, all of that kind of stuff is similar in that way? You know, if you think about the way that you used to have the greenback dollar, so it would take to the, the value of gold or something, right? And a lot of currencies were supposed to have been pegged to a real asset like gold that can appreciate in value, but it's what actually gives it value. So I, I think it's different to the notes that you have over there, but over here, it always says, you know, I promise to pay the balance to the exchequer of the Bank of England. So it's basically a piece of paper that says, you know, I own this much money and I'm going to give it to you for a goods or service. Can, can you give that to me? Because it's easier to hold this piece of paper and carry that around than a bar of gold, right? So we're so far removed from that now, aren't we? That yeah. you, you can essentially print money as if it's your own currency because it's purely digital at this point. Right. I mean... Like, again, exactly that's what it is. I mean, we don't, the United States used to be based on the gold. We're no longer doing that. The biggest difference that is, is the United States, I think, like, it's harder for them to get away with what he does. And that, like, if all of a sudden, like, we would learn that, like, that they, the United States, the government itself has to back up, like, put, like, their own, like, they're saying, like, we are saying this, that's why, too. And so it's because <clears> the United States government's so big and they actually are required and they do hold the word to that, it's, like it would be like someone you would get compensated for that. That's why like, the banks or whatever right. to become a, an official bank, you have to have the U.S. They have to have the U.S. government will back you up is the big thing because that's the law. Whereas the problem with cryptocurrencies that mm-hmm. wasn't there, and also the fact that he was in the Bahamas too was he was able to get around. Yeah. He was able to get around loopholes. I know that the United States has. England tends to be actually ahead of the curve when it comes to the United States with about a lot of stuff about backing protectors, and so. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I keep the reason why he's in the Bahamas was literally to avoid certain loopholes, was to avoid certain like things he was supposed to do. I mean, for sure, you know, tax havens, right? You know, there was the whole thing about the Panama Papers that came out, which I don't know if that's an American territory or what, but we have our own over here as well. You know, we've got the Channel Islands and Jersey, where again, that's a tax haven where people can funnel their money through that to pay less taxes, right? So it's all for people to get a bigger piece of the pie that they already have. And it's, it's part of life that I don't appreciate. But I think that if you're rich and you have access to those mechanisms, then there are people that will take advantage of that, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's a well and good saying that, you know, not me, I'm different, but all of my taxes come through payers who earn. So we don't have to do like our own tax returns. We get taxed before we even get paid. Mm. So... Yeah. Cool. Chris, <laughs> this has been great. Did you want to did you want to plug anything else before we let you go? Just I think you mentioned you're gonna do another collection. So yeah, you already told me. You got told the hundred thousand collection, yeah. you got the yeah. RPG and the board game coming out. Mm-hmm. So 
Yeah. We'll have something else to plug in besides the mugs when we get there. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess, you know, Keegan, give me your wallet address. Let me hook you up. I, you know, I can always show you how to do it. You know, I, I'm, I'm shy about that because, because if I, if we get NFTs, Eric, we're going to have to plug these NFTs in. <laughs> no. And that means I'm going to have to talk about how it works. I say we can see every episode. Mugs, because <laughs> mugs, I understand. Yeah, but, but I, I know that you're not. I know that you're not getting, but but you're giving me yours. So yeah, I know. That so means in the essence, I am giving you. You one are getting you. one, which means we'll have to talk about NFTs. But I'm up for it now that okay. I know more. Yeah, uh, I I feel like I've learned a lot in this episode. Uh, I feel so too. I feel this is more of like a lesson one on one on NFTs. And so if like I get this right, bunches like NFTs. <laughs> so if I got this right, you made a bunch of pictures and you put them online and now people can buy them and they get perks yes. by owning them and and they get perks they get mugs for buying them. They, not they don't get mugs but they get oh they do they do there's there's all sorts of stuff that they're gonna get so you know God, I've got so much in development that it would beyond the kind of RPG, the uh, tabletop games and the trading card games, but, you know, yes, they will get exclusive discounts to things that only NFT holders can get in, in the web shop. But hopefully when the brand gets bigger and I can start doing like real person events, then it's going to count as like guest list spots, you know, backstage passes, that kind of stuff. I've also got things in the works where if somebody buys anything through the shop that is based on, you know, the NFT design that you have, then I'm going to start paying like affiliate commissions, all sorts of things that are actually tied to the real world, which actually makes it relevant. I was talking about the TV show and everything. And one of the things that I would love to do is that for people to be able to stake their NFTs that become characters in the TV show. And then that when their characters are shown in the TV show as a like a cameo appearance that they'll be able to win things and, and that Very kind cool. of stuff as well. So there's all sorts of stuff that's tied to the real world. But so far as, you know, closing statements and things that I really want to plug, I think both of you guys really hit the nail on the head that talking about mugs is easy because, you know, we all drink. Eric drinks <laughs> drink. board most of the time. <laughs> we all drink, right? <laughs> As, as Eric said, you a truer to... statement there never was. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. So yeah, we we all drink that can be my my clothes are tonight. So I love it. So I love my trade of thought now. Some of us more than others. <laughs> yeah. So that's something that's easy to understand, right? Yeah. Uh, we all wear clothes. We all have to drink. So. That's part of it that I that I really like about it. The NFTs is just part of it. You know, maybe it's going to end up being the main part of it, but I want it to be something that's really easily accessible for everyone. So I've still got plans for the the second part of the web comic next year. I've just got so much on my plate. Obviously, doing all of the creation to this point myself, that I've just been doing one bit at a time, at a time, at a time, until two and a half years later. You know, this is what I've got. So. Yeah, watch the space. There's going to be a hell of a lot more to come. Well, congrats! It's it's really cool, really cool project. Yeah, thanks. I really appreciate that. It, you know, you guys saw me early on. I said real, recognize real. Keegan, we started chatting probably a year and a half ago, right? Yeah. 
So yeah, you know, it's, it's really cool to be back and thank you very much for having me. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. It's always fun thank to talk so to you. It's too. always a pleasure talking yeah, to you. Yeah. Come back when you got your next thing. Yeah. For sure. next drops and we'd love to hear thing. how it gets made too. Cause you're figuring all this stuff out and, yeah. and it's fun to pick your brain about it too. Yeah. Cool. Well, so Chris, thank talk you, about other thank you so much. You to drink stuff too with. Besides no, no, Eric, the interview's work. over. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Oh no, really. Thank you. Goodbye. Thanks.